Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Tuesday, December 26th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling Vera. Let's talk about everything today, starting with Full House. I've never seen an episode of Fuller House, so you'd think as into Full House as I was as a kid, I never watched Fuller House. I never. You'd think, though, and Kimmy Gibbler, no. Now, I was never attracted to Kimmy Gibbler one time. Not once. And I'm pretty lenient when it comes to, like, thinner. As a kid, never. As an adult, still no. I've seen some clips today from Fuller House where she she just, like, flops down the stairs. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. But, unless I was mistaken. They all look the same at this age. Everyone looks, when you're old, everyone looks the same to me. It's, it's like you're in China. Just kidding. Well, what's the saying uh, in, in Minecraft, I mean? Um, I love Full House, and I saw Danny Tanner or Bob Saget back in like the early 2000s when all my friends were like, dude, we're going to go see Danny Tanner a lot. We're going to see Bob Taggett. No, we're not starting it over. We're going to see Bob Saget live at this the Comedy Factory or whatever it was called. Laugh Factory or Comedy Central. What's it called? The comedy place. The stand-up place. And it was in Tempe, Arizona. We went there. And it was like, okay, Bob Saget's on stage. And he's doing these like raunchy, nasty, gross jokes. That's not my, like, fart jokes, which is not my style or or freaking nutshot jokes not my style that's not i don't i don't participate in that and that's what he was doing and it was like yeah it was just a shock it was shock value because it's like wait this is america's funniest home videos combined with danny tanner on stage i think he even played a song on his guitar i think he even talked about kimmy gibbler to be honest I don't remember the set. I don't remember anything. I blocked it out, I guess. Blacked out. I was, I was blackout drunk that night. Nah. Nah, I was with all my friends back when I had friends. You know, back when I was like part of this clique. And I was part of like the upper tier of the clique. And like now it doesn't, it, it means shit. <laughs> These days. When you're old, who cares? And you try and make friends. You try and make friends at this age. It's just like you flake out a couple times. and And... and and in my defense, it's like I was going through some stuff. And it's like, was I flaking out or was I being, it's like, whatever, man. Like, yeah, let's get together. But like, there's so many like age discrepancies and stuff. Like you meet someone who's 25. So they're acting like a 25-year-old and you're acting like a 41-year-old or 42-year-old and shit. A 45-year-old, <laughs> you know? And it, it doesn't, it, it's not compatible. It just doesn't make sense. So they're mad at you. You're mad at them. And it's like, well, can we just get a, like a, a set time and place, a routine? But it doesn't happen. You, you cannot make friends at the post-pandemic dystopian present that we're all living in right now. You can't make friends at this age. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it. But back then when I was a kid, and I was good at skateboarding. Yeah. Dude, when you're, when you're good at something... Like locally, 
it's it's like you have celebrity status, but it's like a local celebrity. And it's like, that's Bling Vieira. Like back then, that that's Bling Vieira. Like, look at him. Like, look at him go. That was back then, though. And then now you get an ex-girlfriend along the canal. Just like, hey, Bling. <laughs> one of the happiest, one of the happiest memories of my entire life. Yeah, you hear that bird outside, the freaking gray-tailed grackle. They just don't stop. The the I woke up again today with just the sound of silence. And I was like, there's no roosters. There's no there's no nothing. And then I walked outside for a second just to get some air. And then sure enough. I hate gray-tailed grackles and I hate roosters and I hate chicken. Well, I don't hate chickens. I don't hate chicken. I'm starting to eat meat again. I'm forcing myself. I don't care how sick I get. I'm forcing myself to eat meat. I don't care how I don't care. I don't care. I do not care. Because it's like, look, you I have to survive out out here out there. And I'm gonna eat I'm gonna I, I have to start eating meat again. I, I was pretty strict vegetarian there again. Like I go on this like back and forth. If I get sick, I'm gonna power through it, man. Scary. I hate those birds, dude. They're so obnoxious and just so... Uh. Everyone will say, like, yeah, you're a great telegraph. You can call me... Spit on each other again. No, but Full House was a part of my life for a while, and uh, so was Danny Tanner, Bob Saget. Wasn't he all? And like everyone on Sunday, we'd watch America's Funniest Home Videos on Sunday, wouldn't we? Like, don't we? There's a bunch of nut shots. There's a bunch of... And some of the videos were fake, but it was like before videos were faked. I think you get I, I think you get the most fake... Well, anyways, I'm not going to get into that. You can tell when a video is fake because like people are acting and it's like they're rigid and they're, 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 they're like acting. It's not, you can tell when a video is fake. I bet you those gray tailed grackles have fun in the trees and like fun around just screeding and screeching and making noise, just talking to each other or communicating with each other. And they're just like out of their minds. It must be fun. And fly, catch some French fries, go fly, go fly back. Um, grab a female great tall grackle by her neck, mount her, you know, penetrate, you know, reproduce. And she starts laying eggs, and where, where are you to be found? You know, you're back at the freaking McDonald's trying to get some more freaking fries. Not to regurgitate to your young, just to get some more fries. She's over there taking. She's over there laying some eggs. <clears throat> uh, cats. Next. Uh, yeah. Next topic of discussion. Cats. I don't like cats, and I, I think uh, I think I'm allergic to cats. Mild. I'm mildly allergic to cats. Judges. Is that a word? Mildly allergic. I think we could do it. I have a um, a mild allergic reaction to cats, to felines, and 
by that I mean their dander. When my the cat here, I, I call him my cat. He's not my cat, really, but I say that's my cat, and that's a good cat. And he'll he'll like come trotting over. That's a it is a good he's a good cat, man. Overall. You have to let him outside regularly and, and let him back inside regularly, but you let him out, he won't he won't go in the house. You let him in, let him back out, let him in. <clears throat> He's a good cat, though. He's a good cat. However, there are some things I don't like about that cat. And the first thing is, whenever I, I'm eating something, he can smell it. Like... He knows when something is cooking in the kitchen. He knows when something is baking or when someone comes home with food. Like, he can hear it and he can smell it. Fast food, a Subway sandwich, burgers, french fries, burrito, um, tater tots. <laughs> the, cat, the cat doesn't... All the cat knows is that something is cooking in the kitchen or, or someone came home with food. That's all he knows. And then you feed, you, you give him a piece of something, he'll sniff it, and he's just like, nah, I don't want this. Like, you freaking cat. He'll, he'll come pawing at you and meowing at you. The thing I don't like about the cat mainly is that he gets that tail everywhere. That freaking dirty tail, it just like, he, he it goes across your legs and then goes like next to the bed or the place that the, the freaking pile of clothes that I sleep in. He, he goes next to that and starts rubbing his tail, the beanbag that I sleep in, <laughs> the, the, freaking, the freaking hammock. <laughs> no, he gets his, he starts rubbing his tail over everything. And the thing I hate most is when I have a drink and it's not, it, just a drink. It could be fruit punch. It could be um, orange juice. It could be milk. It could be anything. I know he's going to stay away from anything like a, like a harder drink. So I know I'm not worried about that. And it, the alcohol, the alcohol content, whatever. it's going to kill the bacteria. As it, so I'm not worried about any of that. And that's not even really an issue anyways. It's just my drinks on like that. I sit on the ground or, or that I, I sit next to me or the, the, the green, the drink anyways. He puts his face down in the drinks and starts like licking the milk. And if I don't catch him, I'm going to, I'm going to drink that milk. If I don't catch that cat, I'm going to drink that milk that the cat's face like down in the, in the cup and like licking it up. I, I drink a lot of milk. I love milk. I'm no vegan and I'm trying to eat more. I'm actually putting an effort in to try and eat more meat. Yeah, meat curtains. I'm putting an effort into me eating meat curtains. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. But that cat... Mm, he puts his face down in, in my drink, and he starts licking my milk. And I, if I don't catch him, I'll wake up and be like, Oh, well, I got a full cup of milk right here. It's still cold. And I'll, I'll drink the whole thing not knowing unbeknownst to me that the cat has come by and, and that cat is sneaky too. You can't hear him. 
you can't he's like a cat burglar in the middle of the night comes by and just ruins everything and gets his tail all over i hate it when he rubs his tail i want to chop his tail off like a bobcat but i can't and you know what else when he sleeps, it's the cutest thing ever. Well, the thing I love about the cat, it's the freaking at most adorable. He wraps his tail around and uses it as a pillow. He sleeps on his tail. He was like his head rests on his. It's so freaking adorable. And he's got his little paws. Oh, it's it. it uh, yeah. Hate the cat. Love the cat. He can do whatever, and he gets and he gets away with it, and he gets away with it. But whenever I'm eating something, it comes pawing over and just meow, oh, meow, meow, please, oh, meow. It's like, cat, you don't even like this stuff. Every time I fed you this stuff, you you hate it. I promised him a can of sardines, a couple of cans, and I'll get him. Get some sardines in water. Just feed it to the cat. I'll feed it to the cat. But for, for a minute there, you have to let the cat out. Otherwise, it's going to go inside. Or you get a cat box, but a litter box. Who wants to do that? I don't want litter box out. Never have one. Just let the cat out. It'll talk to you. You want to go outside? Yeah, well. <laughs> That's what it's saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can talk to the cat. The cat understands, like, very broken English. All it understands is, you want to go outside? That's it. Actually, you want to go outside? It, it understands you want to go outside, and that's a good cat. That's a good cat. That's my cat. That's a good cat. <laughs> and it just like cuddles up, even it just like brings its tail in and its little paws. Like, yeah, I'm a good cat. I'm a good cat. I fed it. I fed it one of those great tailed grackles, though, earlier this year. This year sucked. Worst year of my life. I'm not going to complain about that. What else? How much more time? Half half an episode? Great. Okay. So now we're on this trajectory of like, where am I going to go with this episode? I, and I'm not going to get depressing. I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to complain, but at the end it might really take a turn for the worse. So buckle up everyone. Flipping the bird. I don't, I don't flip the bird at anyone. I think flipping the bird is like such a dumb reaction to things that it's cliche. I've never taken, I've never taken a photo where I've been like, peace, like, what's up? Peace. Like, you know, the two fingers and just like, yeah, what's up? You know, I've never taken a selfie where I'm just like, yeah, what's up? Peace. I've never done that. And everyone out there is like searching for a photo. Bling Vieira. Peace sign. Like, no, it's never happened. I've never been at like a baseball game or football game or freaking volleyball match or a tennis match, rather. Where I'm just like, yeah, hey, let's get a selfie, you know, peace. I've never done that. I've taken some mirror selfies, but. That was when I was like built and big. I'll get there again. Go to the, I used to go to the gym a lot, but you know, but I've never done that. Flipping the bird doesn't mean anything to me. If you flip me off, it, like I don't drive anyways. I just walk around everywhere. But if I were to drive, flipping the bird, if you flip me off, or if anyone flips me off for that matter, it means absolutely, to me, it's just like, yeah, well, you're lame. 
Like, what's the point of flipping someone off anymore? Really? The gesture, like, it, it's so stupid. Oh, I think I flipped off the cops a few times. Yeah. I think, I think if, if the only appropriate way to flip off anyone is to flip off the cops. Because that'll get them. That'll get a reaction. But everything else, but I like I'm, I'm not gonna flip off anybody. I don't know of how wrecked I am. I, I don't know. I think back now and just like realize my actions and I call them regrets or call them whatever. But like, I just thought that the Constitution still existed, and I thought there was still like freedom of speech. I, I thought there was still like the first and fourth amendment rights that were like intact and they don't, ex the, the constitution is completely shorn. It's not only is it hanging by a thread, it's done. It, it's done. We don't have any freedom of speech and we don't have any like right to travel or illegal search and seizure there, that doesn't exist anymore. It's just like, whatever the police say, that's it. And you have to go, and and if you don't have the time or the means or the patience or just like the effort to like file a complaint and do this or do that, like or go to court, like have like a civil case or whatever, a federal. It, it's so daunting and so like scary, or um, even if you have like PTSD, right? Like you, you don't want to relive these moments. You, you don't want to focus on these things that, that caused you such trauma, which was you were exercising your right of, of freedom of speech, freedom of the press, the right to the right to free speech. And I'm not talking about the second, the right to bear arms. That that has I'm no knives, no guns, no nothing. And I'm and I am not going to fight you. I might joke around about fighting, like the dude that I don't friendships. Yeah, at this age, I was like, I got this lightning fast uppercut, and I'm gonna get you next time I see you. And he's like, Come on, dude. Yeah, but I'm joke. I'm totally. I'm not violent. I'm just kidding around. And some people get it, and some people don't. I'm not violent, and I like take a take pride now. I guess in being a pacifist. But the police will do whatever they want now. And there's no con they they had took an oath to uphold the constitution and they're the ones like trampling on it. It's crazy. It's so backwards. And we've given them so much power with qualified immunity and everything else. Like it's so bad that it's not even worth trying to vocalize your or or, or express your opinion uh, towards their behavior or, or towards their tactics it doesn't make any sense because you're going to get in trouble for it and unless you have the means to like well i got to hire a lawyer i'll take you to court i'm going to sue you and take your badge like or, or go to the, the the police station and file a report and do whatever like it's not like that it, like it's so traumatizing just to go to jail that it, i i just take it get steal someone else's identity let that one go. Yeah. Honest. Like, say you're someone else. Give them someone else's fucking serial number. 
I like her. Social security, rather. <laughs> Don't give him my number. I get freaking caught. It's terrible. In Arizona is a, a prime example of there's no constitutional rights here. None. Zero. It doesn't exist anymore. And it's creeping up. It's coming up from Mexico. Right? It's coming from the south, right? And there's other places around. You, you can watch police videos. Ten more minutes. You can watch other police videos and like the disjustice that the injustice rather that they're portraying across the, the nation. Injustice. Disjustice is just us as the, this word. I don't care. That freaking cat, though. It's old. It's it's rickety. Yeah, but we sleep together. It doesn't sleep on the bed, no, or the pile. It doesn't sleep on the beanbag with me, no. But it sleeps kind of like on the, off to the corner. It gets on my nerves sometimes. I'm like, cat, go lay down. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to liven up. What else was I going to talk about? Flipping the bird. I got into this police rant. Constitution. Okay. I don't know. We should listen to some music, I guess, at the end of that. Should we end this one early and get a sippy cup? No, no. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to talk about. Um, donations. Yeah. Dude, like, general, dude, here's the thing that I've noticed. That, like, people are opposite of how they appear usually, like, face value. Um So, I, I, I was anecdotal this is not you know this is not peer-reviewed evidence but it's just all like just anecdotally this is what i've observed out there as borderline homeless like the nicer the car the less likely they are to donate to anything when you're out there panhandling there's the the less likely the, the nicer the car the less likely and i i've there are certain people that I won't ask, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that now. Like, it's not a race thing, but it's like a image thing. There are certain people that I know I'm just like that. They're not gonna. And sometimes I'll test myself and just be like, well, let's just ask them anyways. And it's like, sure enough. And there was like this like fancy new Audi. That was at the gas station. And. I was like, they're not going to, they're not going to. I was like, but I'm going to ask him anyways. I'm going to do my spiel. It's very short. Like, hey, can you spare a dollar or 50 cents or anything? Very, very direct, very short. And I wave my hand in the air. Can you spare a dollar or 50 cents or anything? It's the easiest thing to say. But it's hard to approach people, right? But like when you're doing this sort of like test, on society, you, I, there, I feel like an obligation. <laughs> like, I, it's like, well, like going to work, like retail, you don't want to work with people. You don't want to talk to that person. You don't want to work with that person. That dude's a creep. That woman's slow or, or, or like that woman can't make up her mind. You know, spend two and a half hours with someone trying to sell them a pair of glasses. Riddle me this. So you, you don't want to go to work. 
So you don't want to ask someone either. So for me, it's just like, well, I have this kind of obligation in, in communication of like, how can I, how can I do this right to where I get it right? And there's a look to me and there's everything else. Like I've had people approach me and just give me money. Just like when I'm looking all forlorn and sad. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an art. I'm telling you, I don't like doing it. I hate it actually. Cause it's work. And so I asked them and they're like, nah, man, nah, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, okay. Well, that's, you know, exactly, that's exactly, exactly how I thought you would respond. And so it's that um, reinforcement of an idea. Um, it's like, I don't want to ask you because I know how you're going to respond, right? I, I know already. You got the nice car. I don't ask people with kids. I don't know if the kids are going inside. But sometimes, yeah. I'll ask someone who I don't see their kids because the kids are in the car and the kid will come out of the car and they'll give me a bunch of change. And I say, bless your heart, kiddo. <laughs> it's a test on society and it, it, it I, I, they don't really realize what I'm doing and nobody really does. It's only, only me and, and my fans and listeners tuning in home. It's fine. I didn't panhandle in Salt Lake really. The first time I did was like a couple times it worked, but I, I hated it. Because I, I, I couldn't get it right. Here in Phoenix? <laughs> yeah. Get me to a, get me to a good spot and I'll I'll take care of it. I'll get us enough money for the rest of the day. <laughs> I don't steal. And that's like it's a moral it's a moral decision that I've made that I'm just like I'm never gonna steal again. Yeah. If I find money on the ground, trust me, I'm not giving it back. I'm gonna take that shit. But no, I'm not going to run into a store and run out. And I learned my lesson, like cartels and all that stuff in Phoenix, like downtown Phoenix or like North Phoenix or West Phoenix. Yeah, I learned my lesson there. People will use you and not give you anything back. There's there's enough. Like you'll get stuff back, but not cash. It's just like that. you just get hooked more and more on these substances and abuses and and if you don't do it right, you're, you're effed. If you, if you break rank and you don't know that you're doing it, then you're effed big time. And that's why it's just like, you look, I don't, I don't need any more legal problems manufactured or me stealing. Like the last thing I need is for someone to come up with me stealing. Yeah. Criminal trespassing and resisting arrest were my last two charges. And I was just eating a sandwich and drinking a drink and it was not alcohol. And that to me, it's such a farce at that point. It's such a farce that like, I'm scared to go outside here. I'm like frightened of it to go even to the store. Like when I'm out there panhandling, it's like in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm out of all the camera views so no one can see me. Because some of those gas station attendants, I've said this before in previous episodes, like some of those gas station attendants are like, hey, you can't be doing that here. Hey, you need to leave. It's just like, what? why do you guys care so much about like what I'm doing outside of like, you guys are inside. 
ringing people up. I'm not doing anything besides just talking to people. And I'm not approaching people's cars. I'm just in one spot. Yeah, that's why you have to ask them when they're coming out of the store. And sometimes they come out at the same time, so you can't ask you can't ask two people at once, and so you, you have to just let them both go. It sucks. It's it's interesting though. The the ones that are like on foot or the ones that have like dented cars or like not nice cars are the ones that donate the most or donate the most often. The ones with nice cars, they don't donate anything. Like, no, bro, I don't got any, I don't carry cash. Everyone just I don't carry cash. You know, like must have been nice to panhandle in the 70s and 80s. Everyone probably had some cash, right? Or checkbook, right? It was either cash or a checkbook, not really a card. In the 60s and 70s, they just hang out in front of a store and panhandle. Everyone probably had like a couple bucks. And people feel sorry for each other. And like the women, they feel they have that maternal instinct. I don't know. It's like a broken record time. I would never. Kimmy Gibbler, no, never. Um, I'm grateful though. There was one last night. Let me end it on this one more minute. There was one last night that was like, I was like, Hey, can you spare a dollar 50 cents, anything? And, um, uh, sorry, I don't have any cash. And then I, his wife or girlfriend or sister or somebody, it was a big, nice new car, big giant car or SUV. And his wife or his sister goes, I got cash. <laughs> I was like, okay, then go, whatever came over me. It's like, uh, like bless you freaking is on Christmas day. Like bless your heart. Like bless your heart and you get it and it's cool. Hey, thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care. <clears throat> oh, Oh, okay. We're back with the bonus content. We're listening to Slipknot Cycle Social. Slipknot song, psychosocial. Back when Joey Jordison was still the drummer, I think. And they still had Paul Gray. It's a it's a good song, man. This is a good song. I think, to me, the guitar solo is probably the best part of this song. And that's Jim Root on the guitar. It's not, what, seven or whatever?
Here we go. Now that might not sound like much, but I that's a pretty advanced solo. I, I in my opinion, I think that that one's that's a solo, dude. That's a good one. This part of the song I could probably do without, but it's still heavy. So I could probably do without this part of the song, but it's like a bridge, right? It's heavy enough. Yeah, I could stay. Well, I, I don't know. I I, I change it up. Like, well, uh. So they could switch the bridge part just for with this part and just shorten the song up a little bit. No, no. That's that. It's a good. That the solo I think is what you need to pay attention to the most. Jim Root, big, tall, handsome guitarist. Iowa, Iowa stock. <laughs> 